0: whoa hey champs hey welcome to millennials Mind Support podcast the only place that we get to dig deep into the hearts of the youth how we think and come about tackling the challenges we face in our daily lives more of creating awareness to some of the crucial conversations that are rarely brought up or ignored by our societies share our stories fears pain and above all embrace who we are as the future generation it's your main horse Kelsey and today we're talking about Rejection. How do you feel about rejection and how do you deal with it? Before we get into all that, I have a pleasure to have here with me one of my favorite colleagues. With no further ado, I'm going to let her introduce herself and get right into today's topic. Yes, girl.
1: First, I'd like to introduce myself a little bit. My name is Rika Gardner. I'm a 26-year-old American. I'm currently married to a 26-year-old Chinese man and we're gonna discuss all the ups and downs that came with getting rejected before I found my Prince charming.
0: So since you didn't like your first intro. Nope. um, You could introduce yourself. Introduce myself. Yeah, what's your name? Where are you from? What, you know, what you're all about? Who is Riri, is it Riri? Can I call you Riri?
1: you know that means stupid right oh yeah in what language yeah. in america uh, r- really yeah because okay. we don't say retarded because it's very offensive Mm-mm-mm. so the short way to say it is really really mm-hmm. okay so please don't call me that
0: okay okay whatever mm-hmm. Introduce yourself. you can call
1: me zaza, zaza. That yeah. that's my aunt's name okay never mind <laughs> it's fine (laughs) that's what my little cousins used to call me zaza why why zaza though because it sounds like zazu you know the little bird Mm -hmm. from the lion king Mm -hmm. and i don't know why but they related me to him so
0: you look like
1: i don't think it was looks i think it was more personality Mm -hmm. because i'm i was older than them so i would always tell them what what to do do and stuff like zaza Mm -mm -mm -mm. like so they just shortened mm. Zazu to just Zaza. So I was Zaza.
0: Okay, that's pretty good. It's sweet that's though. A,
1: it's a cute name. Mm. I like it, but it ain't mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my full name is Zurika Okay. Um, but I go by Rika. Mm-hmm. It's what my friends, co workers, and everyone knows. 26 mm. year old, an um, American, born and raised, but.
0: Which state? North Carolina. North Carolina, okay.
1: No one knows it, do oh, okay. <laughs> it, it, It's a very backwater, racist, you don't know you're in the state until you're in the state mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's oh, But it's home. home.
0: Yeah, home is home, yeah? Home is it home. It is what it is.
1: I'll defend it. I will. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah. Um... I'm an ESL, EFL, TEFL teacher.
0: Okay. I've
1: been teaching English for a little over six years now. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah.
0: Here in China?
1: I've taught in China, Japan, South Korea, Thailand, Mexico, and the US.
0: Okay. Can you speak a little Spanish? Un poquito. Un poquito.
1: But where I was at in Mexico, they did not speak Spanish. They spoke um, an old Mayan language.
0: Okay.
1: It was nothing what city it was? In? It was a village, not a city. Oh.
0: Why would you go to a village?
1: Um, it was my first time teaching outside of the US. Mm. I didn't really know the ropes, but I knew that this was the easiest for me. Mm. Getting all the documents for legally teaching in a city took a lot longer. Oh yeah. That's a lot of political tape you have to go through, a lot of background checks mm. and things even though you don't need a degree to teach in Mexico, they still need to know you're not a criminal, Mm. you don't have any type of diseases that you could spread around. So, Mm. yeah, it was just easier to teach in a smaller village than city. Okay.
0: What about South Korea? Yeah, South Korea. Mm. How long did you stay there?
1: I was there for a year and like five months, five, six months. Okay. Uh, I taught in the South, the Guangzhou Municipality. Which is like it's like a city within a city basically. Mm-hmm. And it was
0: Why did you leave? Uh, from South Korea you went to Japan. Oh from Japan yeah. you went to South Korea.
1: No, so it goes to Mexico, Mexico mm-hmm. and then South Korea. Mm-hmm. South Korea to China yes. China back to South Korea, mm-hmm. South Korea to Japan. Mm-hmm. Japan to China China to Thailand mm. and then Thailand back to China mm. and I've been here
0: okay okay what's your experience in, China, in Japan uh, Japan I've heard a lot of good thing I mean, a lot of good things about Japan uh, foreigners who have been living in Japan
1: oh,
0: well you won't hear it from me okay um. maybe you have a different <laughs> perspective which is fine. Yeah.
1: When I was there, it was, I met who I feel now is the other half of my soul. She's my best friend in the whole world. She understands me and we just have a bonding that is just, Mm. it's perfect for who I am. Other than meeting her, I have nothing really good to say about my time there. It was work Mm. and on the weekends you had to go out to party but it was kind of an empty feeling okay. like i need something to fill this void mm. in me kind of feeling japan in general is just really depressing okay it was very depressing for me i should say okay. the people are very depressed they're very negative mm. they have no
0: the enthusiasm
1: yeah they have no enthusiasm for their own life okay. it's the men there are just work, work 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 work, work. Mm. i have no fun Everything worked. Females are Mm. complaining, 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 complaining because Mm. either my husband works too much, I don't get to see him, I have to take care of the kids all by myself, Mm. or it's I don't have a husband yet, why don't I have a husband Mm. yet? Everything was just so depressing, but it was like the renaissance for me because that's where my art came to life. Mm. That's where I found my own style. It's where I found love for myself and confidence Mm. and the ability to be okay being by myself which at that time was a big deal because i was not used to just being single i wasn't used to being by by myself i wasn't used to being me
0: okay so getting back to the topic in hand yeah so Mm. today we're going to talk about rejection as we say and how do you feel about rejection
1: Mm. rejection i feel is a necessary evil Mm. you need to be rejected in order to really see if you're really really ready for what it is you're asking other people to give you Mm. because get rejected once and you give up you weren't ready for what you were asking for someone to give you get rejected two or three times Mm. Okay, you have some direction. You have a little understanding of what you want. Mm. After a couple of times getting rejected, you now know, okay, well, I know what I want, but I'm not asking the right person. Let me ask myself, how can I really be okay with myself in order to have someone Mm. give me what I feel I deserve? So I feel like without rejection, you don't really truly grow as a person. You don't truly experience really what it is you want from someone Mm. else. Which how can you have any type of relationship not just sexual or intimate relation with someone mm. if you can't have that with yourself so you need to grow with yourself before you can reach out to someone asking for something from them mm, okay
0: so how do you deal with rejection like uh, with, in the personal level how do you deal with it
1: for myself like how many now, phases
0: i'm pretty sure you had a phase where you didn't know what to do about it and then because we, we all go through that where like you, you just grow up into the world and you're like bam, you just hit with a lot of things at once and you just don't know what to do with to do and deal with it. I'm pretty sure rejection rejection was one of the things that you faced as a young lady living in America, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Not just America. Mm. Rejection in America, I think, happened to me once okay. and it killed my self esteem. Mm. Because I just felt, Well, he must be rejecting me mm. because I'm Mm. ugly. I'm fat. I'm not light-skinned like the other girls. My hair isn't Mm. as long or whatever. It killed my self-esteem. And I believe I stopped asking Mm. guys out and for their attention for years until I think I turned 19. And at that time, I wasn't interested in guys so much. I was more focused on school. But when I left Mm. the U.S., my first time in Mexico, I got rejected mm. again and it hit me different. It was where before it was an endless mm-hmm. pity party. Oh my God, why am I so ugly? Yeah. Why can't I be so pretty like the other girls? Why don't you love me? And now it's Yeah. Okay. Can you tell me why? Mm. You don't feel attracted to me like I feel attracted to you? Mm. And it went from feeling sorry for myself to now needing yeah. an explanation yeah. from that person as if they owed that to me, but I needed it. And then after that, I got a little bit of confidence because where mm. it would have to be like my friends push me <laughs> to ask him, go, go ask mm. him, go ask him, you can do it, come on, there's your crush. Mm. To now, oh, there's my crush. Yeah. Maybe if I make up an yeah. excuse to talk to him, I can work it in there somehow. And it would just, you yeah slowly build up i evolved yeah. over time but even then at yeah. that age when i got rejected yeah. he gave me a reason why it still crushed me i was like oh so
0: are you really trying to tell me that right now hard. if someone oh rejects you feel you you have way better ways to deal with it how do you feel about like
1: um, first uh, uh, you
0: think we should go back to how do you feel about women cutting guys
1: I feel like it Mm. should be that way, personally. Men, Mm. for as long as time has been Mm. time, have Mm. been the pursuers for everything, and not just relationships. They pursue to hunt, to feed for their family. They pursue Mm. to procure uh, housing to protect Mm. their family. Everything is put on the men. And no, this isn't a feminist Mm. standpoint. This is my personal opinion that... It's now time for females to put up what they say they can do. Mm. A lot of black women in America, we do make more money than Mm. men. men. We do end up providing Mm. more than men. And it's a very bad stereotype that just so happens to be true. Black women end up providing more Mm. for their families. A lot of kids are fatherless and mm-hmm. i was one of them so i grew up with a strong mm-hmm. mother who provided everything she could so for me mm-hmm. it never really occurred to me to have a guy chase after me i've always been mm-hmm. the one well if i don't pursue them nothing's going to happen okay. so that's that's what comes natural to me if i come mm-hmm. after you okay. i show interest that's we'll go a from very, there
0: pretty good perspective so i'm pretty sure you don't have kids right you're married right I'm um no. if you're if you're yes. and are you thinking of having kids or something yeah so now you have your little girl little boy and you have time to like talk to him or her about rejection how how would you approach your son or your daughter um when it comes to this matter like how would you tell your cho- children what to do and what should they expect when they go out there in the world
1: I, I don't know mm. honestly mm. if I'm prepared to tell my kids that because it was I literally mm-hmm. had to evolve like a Pokemon myself to figure this out and even though mm. my mom did the best she could mm. to prepare me when it actually happens your emotions and your feelings overwrite okay. that knowledge that was already given to you So the best that I can hope for if I have a son or a daughter is that Mm -hmm. I teach them how to love their self so much Mm -hmm. that rejection Mm -hmm. does not change who they are. doesn't hurt them Mm -hmm. as long or as bad as it could. Rejection still hurts no matter what, no matter who you are, it will hurt. Mm -hmm. But it's how you handle that hurt will dictate how you grow from it. Mm -hmm. So the best that I can hope for and wish is that my Mm -hmm. kids, will learn from me how to love themselves so much mm. that the hurt will not last. It will not change them. It will not affect them growing into someone to where they can survive okay. a rejection. so what no you're matter trying to say the key
0: to overcome rejection is to, I mean, self-love. To understand what you, so, what you want, yes. what you need. And you got to you love really yourself. Are, and where you stand in the Understand in the your society, self-worth, like yes. Yeah. So do you think... yes. Um, it affected you in any way like being through or being through uh, rejection a couple times in
1: your life? Yes. Um, At first, Mm -hmm. being rejected as many times Mm -hmm. as I was, once I got a confidence to ask guys out, it made me Mm -hmm. feel more self-conscious of myself. Like, I keep getting rejected. Is it really me or... what's Mm -hmm. happening? Am I doing it wrong? Am I coming off too, too much? Mm -hmm. It made me start Mm -hmm. to second guess myself and not just in relationships, Mm -hmm. in just any everyday decision I make, Mm -hmm. because I clearly have been going about things the wrong way. Mm -hmm. So do I Mm -hmm. make any decision correctly? I started to second guess, but now Mm -hmm. after having a moment of clarity in Japan, learning to love mm. the different parts of my body, learning to love myself, yeah. learning to mm. just love who I am and everything that I do. It's now sure. if I get rejection, I see it as a challenge. Mm. Find out sure. in myself, what can I do better mm. the next time? How can I evolve more to be better from this experience? And honestly, that's what I hope if I mm. ever do have kids, which I really want to, yeah. that they can learn the same thing. Like, yeah, it might hurt now, but in mm, the end, sure. I'm the winner because that's I've learned pretty, something. Solid stuff
0: there. I mean, I mean, I don't know if I see things the way you see, but I think I've, I've also learned the hard way to deal with rejection. I'm a guy, so uh, these things are really big. Uh, they're like really complicated because you grew up in a household, a household where you don't know a lot of things about life and you come out, out here and you just react to things you just don't know how to deal with it all of things and with being me being a man a lot of things are expected from me you know um from a family standpoint like hey you're the elder mm. brother you gotta do something you know is it make it feel that they make it sound sometimes family friends or people around you they make it they make you feel like you can't go wrong like you're some saint or something like you don't do mistakes the way they look up to you the way it's like it's a lot of pressure to keep up with people other people's expectations and it's not just any person it's just sometimes it's family you know very close friends and stuff like that people you grew up with see a lot of pressure like towards you as a guy but all in all i think traveling helped helped me to find myself i think that that's what we have in common. Because um, in traveling, I learned to live independently, away from my family, away from, away from my friends and stuff. So I learned to accept the fact that if I don't do it, no one else is going to do it. If I don't love exactly. myself, no one else is going to love me. Yeah, exactly. so I think traveling helped me and like get to spend time with myself and to understand myself. I think myself even you brought up today. the
1: word expectations. Mm. That also plays a key role in handling mm. rejection as well. When you have yeah, too sure. high expectations for yourself and Mm. for other people, it really, really is like falling 10,000 stories when they don't meet up to your expectations. Exactly. exactly. And I'm in no way saying, have low expectations, Mm. but have realistic expectations for yourself Mm. because you can't have like, oh, out of 10, I I think I'm a four. Mm. And then you go after a guy you think is a 10 and you Mm. expect him to treat you in a certain way. And it's like... You don't even have these expectations for yourself. Mm-hmm. How can you expect someone, someone else has to do it? I mean, to yeah. see you that way. You need to see yourself and set expectations for, for yourself, yourself that can be reached by yourself before mm-hmm. you have someone else try mm-hmm. to reach an expectation. Yeah, sure. And I feel like, as you said, mm-hmm. traveling helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm not the oldest in my family, I'm mm-hmm. the youngest, mm-hmm. and I've been rejected. By my own family sometimes, mm. because they have high expectations for me that I couldn't live up to in their mind. Yeah, and traveling has allowed me to meet expectations I didn't even know I had for myself, yeah, sure. and feel so accomplished. So rejection just, mm. just kind of like chinking on the armor. It doesn't. It doesn't penetrate me.
0: Yeah, sure, Rika, was. It was good having you here. I think we're running out of time, but I think we're going to have a second part of this year. A part two of this year. Sure. I'd love to. Yeah. Just to wrap up, much love to all who made this podcast possible. Shout out to my girl, Rika, for being a part of this. We had fun doing it. Hopefully, you all had something to take away from the conversation. Let's meet again soon for the second part of the episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Would love to get your comments and reviews. Your thoughts on how you feel and deal with rejection. Just to wrap up, stay safe, stay positive and strive to be better. Once again, it's your main host Cassie. I'm out.